Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. We back at it, bro. Uh, I wish I can say we back at it, but technically, I'm back at it. Obviously, you guys can see I'm solo. Solo dolo today. Um, Sunday afternoon, back from the two-week hiatus. My boy Max, if you guys didn't see the last episode, uh, my boy Max, he is going through some family stuff right now uh it's almost it's almost over you know i gave him two weeks just to you know let's just relax let's recharge the batteries let's um you know just plug ourselves back in and come up with some new ideas and you know let them handle the family business and we'll go from there but we back man we are back. It feels so good to be back. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened since then. All-Star, uh, Matthew Stafford, Hall of Fame talk, a uh, little Tom Brady stuff, the Aaron Rodgers stuff. So many things have happened. Um, I'm so excited today just to bring a little, little brief preview of the podcast coming up this week. I don't know. I just I, I want to talk sports, bro. All right. That's what it is. Um Thank you to everybody who is watching this right now. All the 300 plus subscribers we have now on YouTube. Major thank you to everybody out there. Uh, We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. None of this is possible without you guys. And I'm just so grateful. We are so grateful of being able to talk sports and, you know, bs on here for an hour or 30 minutes whatever it is all right but if you guys are new to the channel go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you guys are already subscribed go ahead unsubscribe resubscribe right help out the algorithm all right fuck it just go ahead and do that for me like this video if you guys are sports fans or if you guys are raider fans out there laker fans just hit that like button it helps out bro it really does helps out with everything we do here uh audio listeners can't forget about you guys i never forget about y'all because i know our audio listeners are so fucking amazing but if you guys are new on there too, hit the subscribe button. We on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcast fix, we are on there. I promise. All right, where should we start first? Um, let's start at the All Star. Okay, the All Star game happened while we were gone, and it was amazing. I thought it was great. Everything besides the slam dunk competition. It was great. I thought seeing all the all-time greats up there in Cleveland with Kareem, Magic, Jordan coming to the party, turned up as fuck. He looked drunk from his NASCAR race that he was doing. I mean, Jordan's a legend, bro. But uh, Cleveland put on for LeBron. They really gave him some some noise and 
were praising him. Uh, crowd took a big roar when Kobe's name came up. But uh, I enjoyed it, dude. I enjoyed it, especially like the TNT broadcast, how they had one, the traditional and then the one on TBS with Shaq and Chuck. I thought they were amazing. Like shout out to Draymond Green. Draymond Green is going to be a really good analyst. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, dude. The game was good. The, the new format that they have with uh, playing to a certain score. Uh, I love it. I, I think it's amazing, and it makes the game competitive. And you got to give props to the NBA, dude. Like they try, they try to do new stuff, and they're not afraid to change. And just little things like the the All Star Game being good, it's just a it's a good sign on where the dunk contest should go because that was the only thing that sucked. Three point was good. The skills challenge was good. I like how Giannis and all his brothers wanted up doing the skills challenge. A um, couple of the Cleveland players from from the Cavs, they had their own little team, Team Cavs. Um, but the dunk contest sucked, bro. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think there's that many dunks to do. It's just hard, like. I, I'm always saying, I'm always the guy that's saying the smaller the dude, the more impressive it's going to look because obviously that, you know, we can see how high he's jumping. With a big dude, it's hard to give off that impression that you're like flying, you know, you're up there. But honestly, there's just no dunks to do, bro. Like, I thought they had the star power this time. Obi Toppin, Jalen Green, like Jalen Green was the second overall pick. How is that not enough star power or third, whatever, the top five? Excuse me if I'm butchering that. But Jalen Green, a big enough name. It wasn't just a bunch of Juan uh, Toscato Andersons. <laughs> All right, shout out to, to Juan in Golden State. But um, my guy, like everyone was missing a dunk. It sucked. It was horrible to watch. Shaq's impression, Kareem leaving early. That's what you got to I mean, that's how you sum it up. But they need to change it, bro. I don't know if it's getting rid of it and putting another competition in there like one-on-one play or horse, whatever the fucking case is, dude. I just think they, they need to change it. And I'm, po- I'm positive that the NBA is going to find a way to fix it. And whether that's changing the i heard someone say that was i think it was uh rosillo that was saying this or somebody i forgot who it was some podcast i was listening to let them do a numerous amount of dunks so like yeah like you can do a couple of weak ones but at the end go ahead and hit that big one because like it sucks when you miss it it's like all this anticipation goes away and all that excitement goes away when a guy misses it for like the fifth time. So it's it's really underwhelming. But my whole thing with that, the scary thing is, is like guys are going to get tired. Like they get tired after like three attempts, it seems like. And they lose their bounce. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but great showing for the All-Star. Okay. Going into the break. Now, a couple of games have been played since then. 
Um, just a big shout out to Dem- uh, Demar Derozan, dude. He hit two game winners this past week, coming off the All Star break. He is absolutely amazing. If you put any money on DeMar DeRozan for MVP, you are going to be a rich man because he might possibly win this thing. The the Bulls are what? I think they're second in the East right now as we speak. Me and Max have just been loving their team all year. But if I'm being honest, I didn't see this coming. I didn't I I didn't think they were going to be this good. And I didn't think DeMar DeRozan was going to be the guy. I think if anything, in the whole basketball world, everyone thought that Zach Levine was going to be the dude. Like, Zach Levine, I, I got to give you props, my guy. I was, I'm, I'm super hard on Zach Levine. I'm a big criticizer when it comes to him. Just of, you know, his style of play. But he has took a legit backseat to DeMar DeRozan and he he knows like DeMar is better than him he's a better option and Zach Levine has been picking his spots within the game fantastically bro like he knows when to take the big shot he knows when to be passive and give it to DeMar like they just work so good and they're only going to get better, dude. Like, I can't wait until they're fully healthy. Like, I don't even think Caruso's playing right now. But them and Lonzo, they have a couple of draft picks that have been huge for them. Um, Bulls are fucking good, dude. Um, another team, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have dropped two straight uh, ever since the All-Star break. And they're saying, oh, why? That's That's not a big deal. Why are you alarming? Like... I think they've only lost like 12 games, Juan. Like, chill out. CP3's out. Chris Paul's out right now. Uh, with Something with his wrist or something. I forgot what it was. But that's very concerning for the Suns. That Chris Paul's out and you drop two straight. Now, granted, it was to the Jazz. And I believe... I don't know if it was Memphis. I forgot who it was. I think it was the Pelicans. Pelicans and Jazz. I think those are the two teams that beat them. Uh, you, you can't do that, bro. Like, I would like to see the Suns be a complete team to where, kind of like last year in the playoffs, when Chris Paul is out, you guys don't miss a beat. Like, Devin Booker winds up stepping up. And hopefully it's not a trend to where, you know, two games, that's it. Like, even the Golden State Warriors back in the day where they had the super team, they'll lose two straight, and that was it. But very alarming for the Suns. Um, it's it's kind of lining up for the Lakers, man. And I want to talk I want to talk a little Lakers. I hate to talk Lakers without Max, but I got to do. Um, I am so fed up with the Lakers lately, bro. And they lost to the Clippers the other night. And the way that they lost was just terrible. They had a lead, I believe, almost like the whole fourth quarter. And you got guys like Coffee from the Clippers making big shots. And the Clippers are just trying to give this game away. Trying to give it to the Lakers. Anyways, the it winds up being the Lakers are down by two. 
Yeah, two points. And all you need is a bucket. No, they're down by one. All you need is a bucket. LeBron winds up getting the ball. The double comes. They swing it to Carmelo. Melo, I I love Melo all year, but my guy takes like a 35-footer from deep, like Curry range, short of the basket. And there was about 19 seconds left on on the clock. It's just a terrible shot, bro. Like, this is what the Lakers have come to. Like, this veteran, like, you would think a veteran team will know better. But to me, it just pisses me off, man. Because you have two of, two of the best, and I'm sorry to put Russell Westbrook with best, but it is true. One thing that he could still do good is go downhill, at least. And you know LeBron can go downhill. It fucking irks me so much that none of those guys wanted up going to the basket. Like nothing, no penetration, and just having like a kick out. You take a Steph Curry range three with Carmelo Anthony. It is a mess in L.A., folks. It's a mess. And I don't mean the Clippers. I mean the Lakers. It is bad. They're 27-32 and 32 right now as, as um, I speak. And they're the ninth seed. I don't see them getting out of the, the play-in tournament. I do think that they're going to make it to the play-in tournament. But... <sighs> I want to play like conspiracy theory Juan, like Laker fan desperate talk right now. Hear me out. The Suns, Chris Paul injury. Playoffs are coming up, man. Playoffs are in about, I want to say like a month and a half to two months. If this Chris Paul injury winds up lingering and the Lakers wind up getting through the play-in tournament, they wind up being the AFC, okay, at worst. You play Phoenix. Anthony Davis comes back. Obviously, the Lakers need to be healthy, and obviously, the Lakers need to play well. Okay? This is all assuming that. But it kind of lines up for them, man. Like, as much as as much criticism as me and Max have been talking about them all year, do the Suns and the Warriors really want to play the Lakers? Does anyone in general want to play the Lakers? Like, who wants to deal with LeBron in the first round? I don't. Like, as bad as they are. Like, you still don't want to play LeBron. It's not just, like, a for sure win. You have a bunch of veterans on there. They at least have a shot. And let me just break down the scenario. Phoenix. Winds up struggling without CB3. Let's say CB3's injury is lingering. That's something for the Lakers to take advantage of. Once upon a time last year in the playoffs, Anthony Davis healthy. The Lakers were up 2-1 at one point. And about to go up 3-1. But as we know, AD gets hurt. Suns wind up beating the Lakers. Now, let's say the Lakers get the 7th seed. Golden State right now, they've been kind of on a little mini slump themselves. I know Curry has been like MVP season. clay has been looking good. Draymond Green, though. Draymond Green has been dealing with some back issues. He's been hurt. He might not be good 100% go for the first round of the playoffs. So 
those are really the two biggest threats in the West. The Grizzlies, you love them. Like, three seed, Jaw Morant. I just think they're too young, though. I think, if anything, the Lakers have the capability of beating a team like the Memphis Grizzlies. Just off their veteran presence. But everyone else, Utah, can't trust them. I'm not trusting Utah at all. I told Max all year. I don't care if they're the first seed. You cannot trust them. Rudy Gobert in a seven-game series in the playoffs is obsolete. He is terrible. Can't trust Dallas. Can't trust Denver. Minnesota, a fun team. Blazers, they suck. Okay, They're tanking. They're trying to tank, but they're the temp seed, doing a poor job of it. The Clippers now. I think the Clippers are the same thing, dude. Like Clippers and Lakers, more on the Clippers side, though. Kawhi and Paul George have a chance to come back. Let's say they come back during the playoffs and they wind up being the seventh or eighth seed. Like who wants to play the Clippers? Clippers got a really good team. They just need their two stars back. So people counting out the Lakers and the Clippers, I think you need a whole pump the brakes a little bit. Now, predicting that if they do get through the play-in tournament, don't think that the Suns and the Warriors are just going to sweep them. Like, it's not going to be any challenge, especially if Chris Paul's out and especially if Draymond Green is out. Clippers and Lakers got a punching shot, bro. All right. They do. Uh, I, I know I sound crazy and you're probably saying, get the fuck out of here, bro. But just keep an eye on that, dude. Keep a big eye on that. Uh, let's take a break and we'll come back right now. So the Max and Juan cast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer or whatever you're using. But I know one thing, you know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. All right. Let's transition to some football. I want to talk Derek Carr. I want to talk Brady. Talk some Raiders, too. Uh, Derek Carr. A lot of people have been asking me this question. Is Derek Carr worth $40 million per year? Um... I don't think so. It, it's going to be hard. I, I think Carr's Raider fandom and love for the Raiders is going to be tested. If I'm the Raiders, I wouldn't pay him all that money. Like, I would I would call his bluff. And look, I, I, think, I think Carr has deserved it. I think Carr has definitely deserved a contract. And regardless if the Raiders don't sign him, he's going to get money. Someone is going to play uh, pay car $40 million or at least $30 million plus. There's no doubt in my mind. But for the Raiders' sake, 
there's a lot of things that go into account. Number one, you got a new regime. Okay, you got the whole new McDaniels and Ziggler from the Patriots, our GM. You're not going to pay a guy that you haven't even worked with. I I just don't I don't see I don't see the logic in that. Why wouldn't you just have him play? Get a season under your belt. And to me, if I'm if I'm Carr and I'm going through negotiations and the Raiders offer me Let's say they offer him five years, $35, $38 million. Most likely he'll be 38. But if I'm Carr, I wouldn't accept that. I'm gonna get more money. Like I'm gonna get 40 plus. That's the way I should be that he should be thinking. But if you guys don't know, and if you're not a Raider fan, you don't know this car. Carr loves the Raiders. Carr loves the dysfunctional Raiders, okay? He goes to bat for us. He's been a Raider fan since when he was a kid. I, I believe, like, his uncle played for the Raiders. He's came out numerous times saying, I'm a Raider for life. But I think they're really going to test them this time. Like, we're going to see how much he really does love the Raiders. And if I'm Vegas, like, if I'm Ziggler... I'm testing that. I'm going to I'm going to lowball him. Like, okay, how how much do you want to be a Raider? Cuz I'm not paying you 40 million dollars and I haven't even seen you play with my coach. I'm not doing it. Cuz it's it's going to put you at a cap restraint, bro. Like you're not going to wind up it's it's like um it I forgot who said this, but you're not going to pay a premium for a quarterback. When you're not going to get premium results. Look at Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's a $40 million plus dollar quarterback. Does he play like one? Fuck no. He doesn't play like one. Like he has flaws. When I'm talking about a premium quarterback, there's only about four of them. Maybe three. It's the Josh Allens, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, okay? Probably you can throw in Russell Wilson. I mean, but even him is falling off the cliff a little bit. But you're not going to wind up paying these other guys this amount of money. I, Dak Prescott and, and, and Derek Carr, they bring something to the table that other quarterbacks don't. They bring the, the leadership. They bring the stability. You know, they bring a grown-up to the table. But to me, that's not worth it. That's not worth it. And all this BS talking about the salary cap is going up and, you know, 40 is just the market. It's just the market. But I, I, I still wouldn't do it, dude. I still would not do it. 35 at the most. I would pay him 35, just under $40 million. And I would say, how much how much do you love us, man? Like, how much do you want to stay here? Because there is a talk like, why don't you just take the Brady role and that's easier said than done you're we are not the ones getting offered this money you know but um he's already signed a big deal like if there's talks where we're gonna improve the team we're gonna use the salary why wouldn't you take a brady deal like brady has done it 
And granted, like Brady has done it and he has other stuff on the side and he makes his money elsewhere. But that's just something I'm thinking of, okay? Um, with the whole Derek Carr situation. Does he deserve it? Fuck yeah, bro. He he saved the team last year. He was the Raiders. He is the Raiders right now. The Raiders ain't nothing without him. But paying a guy $40 million, that's a big investment. And I'm not quite ready to pay a guy in Derek Carr $40 million. I think you're going to be stuck in a situation like a Dak Prescott. Where he is simply just not the guy. Simply not the guy, man. And if anything, you're going to have to build around him and help them out with winning a Super Bowl. And... It's hard to do that when your quarterback on your payroll is making $40 million and 30% of your cap. It's going to be hard. So there's that. Uh, Brady. Let's talk about Brady, man. Someone, uh, Joey, a couple hours ago asked me if I would want the Raiders to get Brady. And he was saying because of Josh McDaniels, the whole Patriot connection. I don't think he's going to go to the Raiders. I I would be freaking shocked. And a knee-jerk reaction, he told me, he was like, would you want that? You would think like, oh, yeah, I want Brady. I kind of hesitated, but now thinking about it and putting my thoughts all together, I would do it, and it would be a huge power move. This is what I would do. I would trade Carr for as much capital as possible. I would trade him to the NFC. And I would put Brady in place because even though you're putting your organization in an all-in situation, you still get that draft capital that you're going to wind up missing out on. Because once you get Brady, you're going to have to go into an all-in mentality. I believe because I don't think the Raiders are elite enough to go all in in one year or two. So you're going to have to make a a crazy trade for maybe a guy like Calvin Ridley or, you know, in the Rams situation, a guy like uh, Jalen Ramsey. You're going to have to have picks and those picks are going to wind up being valuable in the near future. So you kind of crippled your franchise with going all in with a guy like Brady because he's old. He's not going to play five years. He's going to play two years max. But some say it's worth it. You know, you win, potentially win a Super Bowl. So I would do it. (laughs) I would do it. But I would trade. I would, of course, trade Carr and get as much capital. And I think it'll be a huge power play for the Raiders. That's wishful thinking. I I don't think Brady is going to the Raiders. Who I do think he's going to. If anything, if he comes out of retirement, is the 49ers. I think the 49ers are a no-brainer if he comes out of retirement. They're ready to win now. They have the coach that can get along with him. And I think it'll, it'll be even better because unlike Bruce Arians that likes to throw the ball all around, Kyle Shanahan loves to run the ball. And I think that's what Brady needs. Brady doesn't need to be throwing the ball 40 times. They can run the hell out of the ball. 
Maybe they'll have to get a couple of receive, like maybe an extra weapon, maybe, but they have the tools to do it. They they will be really good, dude. Their defense is elite. Their playmakers are elite with Kittle and Debo. That'll be fun to watch, man. And everyone's saying that, you know, Brady grew up a 49ers fan as a little kid. I think he was at the game where uh, Dwight Clark caught the the catch, the catch game uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. But um, I believe his parents live there. So if anything, he will go back to the Niners and play for San Francisco. That would be crazy. I hate the Niners, dude. I would hate that, but as a football junkie and fan, I mean, that's crazy to think about. And that would be freaking amazing. But um, that's all the time I got, man. little short one. Just a little dose of some, some sports talk for you guys. Uh, me and Max will be back this week. Little updates on the channel. Um, we kind of want to... You know, we got our thoughts together these these last two weeks. Me and Max have been talking, and we want to put some more videos out, kind of like the Sabonis video. If you guys haven't watched that, check that out, bro. But the Sabonis video, the Kobe video, our Lonzo Ball video, and we want to start doing it for for football too. Like, um, I have this cool Josh Allen video that. I want to work on with him, but, um, yeah, expect to see a more grind, uh, of that kind of content. We're not going to stop the podcast. We're still going to do the podcast, but, um, I think we're going to go full steam ahead with, uh, the NBA talk videos. And I mean, I guess the NFL content too, <laughs> but, uh, draft season coming up. We know, you know, we're going to go hard for draft season. And uh, we're going to come back in a big way, bro. So we appreciate everyone who has been patient with us and uh, gave us those two weeks. I know everyone's been wondering where you guys been. No podcast, no live. Um, We're back, bro. We're back. Okay. And I'm excited to be back. We're excited to be back. Um, But that's going to do it. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. Uh, We will see you guys this week, bro. Peace.